Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today I wanted to cover something a little bit different. Now this topic has been requested actually since the beginning of this podcast, nearly two years ago now. Um, And it's been on my to-do list, it's been on there, and I just thought, oh, like people are gonna find it interesting. You know, I know that not everybody has a blog or a brand or a business. But equally, I know that a lot of, you know, a lot of you guys do because you obviously come to me for business coaching and stuff and we talk about all these things. So I thought, nope, let's bite the bullet and do this. <laughs> so how did I become a brand or a blog? And, and how did I transition as well from my past kind of roots to what I do now spiritually? So this journey as such began six years ago in September, um, which is just mental, like absolutely mental. I mean, I just think where the heck has six years of my life gone? And I've just done so much. It's actually like, I couldn't even actually begin to explain what's happened over the last six years career-wise. I mean, it's just amazingly amazing, (laughs) if that's the word, amazingly amazing. So when I first started, I was in a very, very different position. I was a banking manager at one of the, you know, the nation's biggest banks here in the UK. And I'd kind of just like stumbled into that. Like I never wanted to be a banking manager, just FYI. I always wanted to run my own business, but I had no idea how I would make that happen how the, what the heck my product would be. And I always remember when I did business studies. So I did business studies for GCSE in school. And I remember we had this like project and we had to like create this kind of like vision board as such of or like a presentation of what our business would be and what our product would be. Now at the time, like looking back, I probably thought, hmm, um, maybe you could have picked something a bit better. But obviously this is my intuition coming through. So 
I was the product. I stood up in front of my whole class and I was the product. And at this time in my life, I always knew, I mean, I was like 15, 16 here. And throughout my childhood, I'd always wanted to be quote unquote famous, shall we say. And that kind of came from like the acting I enjoyed doing, the singing I enjoyed doing. I loved being creative and I wanted to write books. But obviously when I was a child, you know, it wasn't that long ago. I'm saying like, I'm like got years behind me. I am only 26. But when I was a child, um, you know, the ways to become famous or well-known were obviously being a celebrity. And that's kind of what I guess I associated with it, not knowing that, you know, actually when I reached this point there were definitely other ways to be well known but at that time you know there was no YouTube there was no blogging there was nothing like this none of this existed it was simply you had to marry a footballer be a famous actress or singer or just be a celebrity and I knew that that was something I was drawn to but obviously like I guess it was very egotistical in that in that time so I stood up and did this presentation And my teacher literally looked at me with disgust and was like, you will never be able to make a business out of yourself. Can we just mic drop right now? (laughs) So you can see that my intuition was there and I know it was there because I knew that I would be well known for what I did and I knew it would be on the internet, but I had no idea what that could correlate to at that time. And funnily enough, actually, I was speaking to a friend the other day about how I used to make YouTube videos on my friend's channel and we used to like mime lyrics and stuff. And like, we were so like happy when it had gone around the school and we'd had like a thousand views and like these videos are still out there. So good luck finding them. Um, And like, for me, like, I'm like, see, even then, like, you were uploading to YouTube and all this without even knowing, like it wasn't my channel, it was other people's channels, but we were just having fun and just experimenting as kids. And it's just weird how all these kind of things piece together as I kind of went along my journey. So fast forward to when I left school and obviously went into employment, I didn't go to university. I got terrible grades, um, not because I didn't try, like, oh my God, I tried. I turned up and I showed up and I tried. But for me, I really struggle to learn in an environment like that because, you know, unless it's fun. So like performing arts, acting, singing, yeah, nailed because I love it. I love being creative and I love that sort of thing. Media studies, absolutely loved. And again, media, I learned how to edit videos. I learned how to, you know, how to market things and the kind of connotations and meanings behind things in films, music, everything. So again, media studies really helped me along this journey. And, you know, I got all right grades. I never got any A's. I got a B or maybe two B's in GCSEs, literally can't remember. And the rest were C's or D's. So I never got a mass GCSE. I still to this day do not have a mass GCSE. And I just really struggle with anything that's not creative. Like, and I definitely didn't feel supported in those areas either at school. So I just kind of struggled and got through it. So when I got my grades, obviously I was just pretty like, upset like I remember crying I remember opening my GCSEs and crying because I thought my life was over and I couldn't understand why I'd got such average or shit grades basically from I'd worked hard like I know I'm not an idiot and I know I worked hard and it was just frustrating so I felt like my life was over and that I wasn't going to achieve anything because I was told that frankly I was told that in my school and that's what really upsets me is that 
I was actually told that as a child and that I couldn't create a business out of me being the brand. And I just didn't feel supported in general. And obviously because I wasn't going to university, it never interested me to go to university because I was like, I don't want to get in debt. I was like, no, I'm going to go earn money and start a business. <laughs> you know, I was even like ambitious back then. I just knew, I just knew what I had to do, even though I was like not spiritual at all back then. So when I left school, I had no support whatsoever in going into employment. And that again was hard because I just had to wing it. Just like I've done everything, I've just had to wing it. So I'm really lucky that I fell on my, like fell on my feet basically and got into some really good jobs which led me to being a banking manager and it was weird because like everybody in my family and friends were like basically oh my god we're so proud of you and I was like why are people proud of me for putting people in debt like to me that doesn't feel like an achievement (laughs) like I go into work and put people in debt every day and I actually developed really bad depression from this, really bad depression. And the relationship I was in at the time was my like my first ex I talk about. And I took on his debt to help him because he had lied and basically bailiff started turning up at the door and he said like his ex had left him in debt, which was not the case at all. Um, so I said, right, I'm gonna take out a loan with work. I get, you know, I get staff rates, this is good and you can pay me each month. So we had that agreement and then basically as soon as I took that loan out, he stopped paying and we split up and to this day, he has still never paid a penny of that money. So I was then kind of faced at being 21, full of depression. I was suicidal. I had all this debt to pay off and I was like, I'm fucked. Like I'm in this position again. How have I got here? So um, I started doing extreme couponing and I found it on TLC, one of like the channels over here and it's an American show. And I just fell in love with it. I was like, oh my God, they're getting like thousands and thousands of pounds worth of food for free. Like if I can do this and I can like get myself out of debt here, like if I don't have to pay for food, you know, like beauty products and stuff like that, if I can get this all for free. So I really fell in love with the idea and kind of looked online and there was no one in the UK really doing it. And there wasn't really much in the UK at all. So I started where I could and very, very quickly, it built momentum and like within a month I literally had a whole spare room stockpile full of like hundreds and hundreds of pounds worth of cleaning products, food, laundry products, beauty products, everything you can think of. I had it in this stockpile, lots of it, lots of toilet roll and I'd paid 50 quid for the whole room. Like it was a whole room, it was a whole room. So it's not just like one shelf, it was a whole room of stuff. So I literally had like a room like you see on extreme couponing and I was like mega proud of that as well. So not only had I been able to help myself, you know, I earned money off that stockpile. My friends and family were coming and buying it off me. So I was earning money, which was like amazing. I started doing that and my friend's like, Emma, you're really, really good at this. Like nobody else is doing this. Like I think you should start up a Facebook page and just help people like share what you get these coupons from and like help people. And I thought, but who's gonna listen to me? Like there are already like money experts out there. Who the hell is gonna listen to me? Like I'm just Emma. So I started up this Facebook page and it was called Extreme Couponing and Deals UK. And within six months it had had got over 100,000 followers. The press then got involved and they kind of called me the coupon queen, which is where the whole queen legacies come from. And it just turned into an amazing community where I was able to help people, share coupons, share deals, 
and just help people get out of debt, save money and live well for less basically. Um, and again, like I had no idea this could earn money. No idea. I had no idea. I had no expertise in social media, nothing whatsoever. I was hashtag winging it fully. So about a year into that business, um, a lovely man who I wrote, I wrote about this in my book actually, um, who I do believe to this day is a guardian angel, messaged me on Facebook and was like, you do realize you can earn money off your business, Emma, like if you use affiliate links. And I was like, and you know what I mean? You know when you get messages like this, you're like, here we go, like, scammer. Like, I'm gonna get scammed out of money here. So anyway, he was like, no, 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 let me show you. He said, come and join my group. Like, I'll show you how to use these affiliate links. I'll show you how they work um, and help you get set up. So I thought, what a kind man. Like, this is amazing. So I did join his group and he did show me everything and set me up with like every platform, literally taught me everything, bless his soul and never asked for anything in return, never. And a week later, I, well, I basically had to leave my job at the bank because I was so depressed and suicidal at this point, I couldn't turn up to work. I couldn't even leave the house at this point. So couponing was really good for me to actually get out of the house as well um, and good for my mental health. Like I do, and I do think that, I do think couponing actually saved me mental health wise because it kept me focused and it gave me purpose. Like my relationship had broken down, I was in debt. I had no control over my life. So I guess having that uh, like hobby as such, which was actually helping people as well, felt good to me. And like helping people did feel good to me. And I think that's where the whole helping people kind of stemmed from. So I, yeah, a week later I had quit my job. I'd been doing these affiliate links and I was already earning more than I'd ever earned in my banking job in a week and I was like holy fuck this man was so right and I was like I want to thank him I wanted to send him something to say thank you like what an incredible man so I went to find because we were communicating on Facebook I went to find the chat we had and the profile it looked like it had been like not blocked but it had like the image had disappeared the name had disappeared and I clicked on the link and this profile had completely disappeared so then I thought, right, let's look for his group I was part in. The group had completely disappeared. He had deleted every single presence of himself online. And I was like, this is just weird. Like he had a successful business. Like why would he delete this? And you know, I, I tried not on my profile as well. Like has he blocked me? No, literally the group, him completely disappeared. And I was like, this must be like a guardian angel or something. Like you hear about these things. And I was like, this must have been a guardian angel because this man was so selfless and helped me and then just disappeared off the face of the earth. And like, literally I owe all of this to this man because if he hadn't have like shown me how to earn money, I probably would have just carried on like not earning money and like being, you know, depressed and stuff. So I then got out of my debt with obviously the earnings from my business and obviously continuing couponing and like saving money and stuff. And uh, yeah, so a year in I started monetizing it essentially and it had got well over 100,000 followers by this point. The press were like, you know, I was going on TV and stuff and doing interviews, which was amazing. Um, and obviously like I was representing myself in all of this, you know, like I had to deal with the press, I had to deal with the business side of things, you know, like accounting you know, I was learning everything as I went along. And luckily I'm really lucky because my dad used to have a business. So he knew some bits, but obviously 
he's never had an online business. So obviously the affiliate and online and social media stuff is completely alien to him. But things like accounting and, you know, tax returns and stuff like that, like he was really good at helping me with. So I went along this journey and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I I owned this company for five years. I sold it last year and it was basically had over 500,000 followers worldwide. It was at the time the second biggest money saving site and couponing site in the UK. I mean, it was just incredible. It was incredible. And I was just so lucky to be in a position where I was able to help people have fun, save money and earn money as well, you know, create a life for myself. So that's how I kind of first got my first brand. So a couple of years into that, I thought, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, if we send you some products, like, you know, can you do reviews? And I thought, oh, they think I'm a blogger. So I thought, hang on a minute, why don't I set up a blog, like the Coupon Queen blog, have a bit of more personal touch so you learn more about Emma instead of just Coupon Queen. And yeah, we can feature stuff. We can talk about money saving, we can talk about lifestyle. And that really excited me. So I started up my Coupon Queen blog and I did like fashion posts, I did lifestyle posts, beauty posts, you know, I did things that generally excited me and it it took off really well. People really loved it and brands loved it. So that's how I got into the blogging style, like style of things. So I already kind of unintentionally started separating the brands of having two brands of extreme couponing and Emma's blog as well. Um, Even though it was unintentional, that is what kind of started to happen. And also what started to happen was like my Instagram and my personal, um, like my page, my Emma Mumford page on Facebook also started to gain traction. So automatically I was already kind of having like two followings, if that makes sense. Um, And, you know, both really interlinked really well. So I then went on ITV and had an amazing um, feature on the Tonight program. And then my partner at the time, the famous second ex-boyfriend, he was like, you really need to start YouTube. Like that's where everybody's like at at the moment. And I was like petrified. I was like, oh my God, I can't put my face on that. And still to this day, my first ever video is up. I'm not one of those people who hides my first videos. Oh, it's cringy. Oh, it's shit. All my couponing videos make me want to cry right now, but I leave them up because I'm like, that's my legacy. That's my history. That's where I've come from. That's my legacy. And those videos hopefully could still help someone. So I am gonna leave them up, obviously, even though they make no sense to the channel anymore. I just leave them up to help people still. So I started YouTube from that point as well and just started doing like couponing hauls, beauty, lifestyle, just really, it mirrored the Emma blog as well in terms of money saving, like beauty, lifestyle, fashion, travel, stuff like that. So then really the blogging took off quite massively so a lot of brands got involved I got invited to a lot of events I got you know it got a lot of traction online and because I had both brands it really complemented them well of like you know having that presence online having a choice of two brands that people can work with really helped Um, and I'm not saying like that's essential like definitely not you know I didn't plan to get into any of this um, and I definitely wouldn't want two brands now so I wouldn't say that's essential. It was just obviously a a, a strength for me at that time. 
So in 2016, I had my spiritual awakening, as you guys hopefully all know. I mean, hopefully you've read all of this either in my book or you know it, but I know that obviously people who haven't may not have a bloody clue how I got into this or what I do. So um, yeah, I, I had no investment with Extreme Couponing and Deals UK. I started it from zero pounds in my bank account. I mean, well, literally minus 7,000 pounds if I'm being really honest. Um, and obviously I built it up to a limited company. It was a VAT registered company as well in its last year. And it was just incredible that I had, you know, created that from such a shit place really. Like, you know, it wasn't my fault that I was left with that debt. I was trying to do something nice. And, but I knew I had to pay it off. It was my legal responsibility. I couldn't run from it. So I was really grateful that something really beautiful had come out of that where I could help people and help people who've maybe been through the same thing as well. So it definitely was female focused, um, not intentionally, but it just kind of naturally happened that way. Um, and so, yeah, when I spiritually awakened in 2016, I still had the business. I was going on this morning and presenting with Holly and Phil, which was amazing. Um, and really like, I was just living the dream life, really. Like, you know, although I kind of had to really sort myself out with law of attraction, obviously mental health wise, depression wise, um, and just like lifestyle wise, cause I really was not happy with my friendship group. Obviously my ex was a massive twat. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really had to like sort my life out. Um, but you know, I really feel once again, couponing held me through that because I do think, you know, when I was at my worst, when I was like suicidal, like each and every day, what got me up was having to post deals for my followers was, people need me to help them save money. And that was my purpose. And I know that sounds really sad, but I do really think that business actually saved me because if I hadn't have had that, I generally would have like had nothing in my eyes. So with my flat kind of like falling around me because I couldn't afford to stay there because my ex had just upped and left and run off with someone and not paid the bills. Like, you know, financially I was like, oh, but you know, at least my business was there and I, I could choose to manifest more money, which was amazing. I had the law of attraction on my side. You know, like there were a lot of positives going for me, even if I couldn't see them at that time. So I was naturally kind of going more towards the blog, but I knew the blog wouldn't be sufficient by itself as a brand or a business really. So I knew I had to keep running XCOOP, but equally at that point, it was getting too big for me. It was getting too big to run and it needed a team of people. So it wasn't like I was giving up on it. Yes, my kind of outlook had changed a bit on what I wanted to talk about and feature but I was oh my god I'm still passionate about money saving I still coupon just saying um so it, it wasn't the passion had gone absolutely not I still love helping people and I love money saving but it was just I was outgrowing it and it was outgrowing me so I kind of then thought right I think we need to kind of just put the feelers out of selling this so then I thought okay but what am I gonna do so again this was like a long-term plan like I was not planning to sell it that quickly. Um, it was just a thought that at some point I'm gonna have to look at this. So I started obviously my law of attraction journey, started sharing that over on my YouTube and I thought people are gonna think I'm nuts. I've gone from money saving to bloody law of attraction. Like people are gonna think I've lost the plot. But luckily you guys freaking loved it. And I how would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It makes me really happy, actually, when I see comments from people like, I followed you from your couponing days into Law of Attraction. Like, you know, both businesses have like really helped me. Like that brings me joy because it just really shows how your purpose can really interlink. Like I had to run that money saving business to have obviously the experience that I have today and to help me and to, you know, help me be able to run this business through experience and obviously coach and mentor people, but also that both interlink really well with helping people and people always wanna save money or make money or manifest money and people want to be happy as well. So they do really positively interlink together, which you know has always made me really happy. So I started incorporating more spirituality into my channel and they became my most viewed videos. And I, you know, before I definitely am guilty of saying like, I used to look at what other people were doing when I was like doing money saving or life, especially lifestyle videos. Um, and I would be like, oh, what's getting loads of views? Yeah, I'll do like a tag video or yeah, I'll do a, you know, a whole video like that. Whereas they weren't getting views because there's so many videos out there like it. And, you know, I thought that's what, you had to do to be successful was to look what other people were doing and do that basically but that wasn't at all what was going to make me successful so I when I started just making videos because they made me happy I started talking about law of attraction and just sharing videos that really were authentic to me that's when it took off when I was authentic to myself what I really wanted to talk about and just made videos because I enjoyed making videos, not for any other purpose as such. So I was earning money off YouTube at that point. Um, so yeah, you can obviously like monetize your YouTube videos. So altogether, I kind of create quite a solid, um, yeah, like a solid kind of business as such, or both businesses where both were had multiple revenue 
streams as such. So I wasn't reliant on just one income as such. Like, so I obviously had the affiliates with extreme couponing and brand sponsorships. I obviously had brand sponsorships, affiliate earnings, um, YouTube earnings and sponsorships with the blog. So you can see like, I was not stupid. I, even though I had no business advice, no mentor, like I've never worked with a mentor, anything. No one was advising me on this. This was all me winging it and obviously just having downloads from the universe without even knowing it and just following my intuition more than anything. I've definitely always followed my intuition and I've definitely never listened to anybody else. So I think like that's what I think, that's the one thing I'm proud of is that I always listen to myself because there have been a lot of doubters and haters and just, yeah, people who haven't believed in the couponing business or this business. And I'm just like so grateful that I just was like, fuck it and did it anyway, because yeah, I'm like, yeah, it did work out, didn't it? <laughs> so um, yeah, moving on from that. So I was obviously like monetizing all areas of the business, which was good. And I think that's definitely my one bit of advice is definitely not to be reliant on one income stream because when you do that, you can jeopardize yourself really easily as a business. And with social media and with like, you know, the digital world, like things are evolving so quickly and changing so quickly. Like the way I use social media now is so different and it's so much harder nowadays. Like, oh my God. I remember when I first started my Facebook page, like I could reach like, so many people. Now we reach only 7% of our following on Facebook. I mean, it's insane and that's organically. So if you pay for posts, obviously you'll reach more, but it's just insane. So the way I interact with social media is so different. And obviously Facebook was a very big platform um, back then. And I still believe in the value of Facebook. I do still believe it is a very valuable platform for you to have a business on, a blog on, a coaching business, whatever. Like I do still believe in the power of Facebook and I do like, you know, for instance, like having a group is a massive thing because having a group, you reach a hundred percent of your group members. So for me, I'm like, right, let's create a community on Facebook where, you know, they get obviously benefit and content and interaction on it from myself and others. But also like for me as a business, that's great because anything I launch, anything I do, 100% of those members see it. So having a Facebook group is definitely, definitely, definitely valuable to a business. Um, And yeah, so definitely don't rely on one income stream. So moving on to how I rebranded, I started knowing that spirituality was what I wanted to move into. Again, I had no idea how I would monetize it. I didn't really have a plan. I was like, I just know this is what I kind of want to get into. So I thought, right, let's put the business up for sale. Let's get some interest. Cause I thought at least if I can live off that money for a bit, like even if I'm not earning a full-time income from my spiritual business right now, um, yeah, like at least I can kind of put the feelers out for selling the business. So this was November, 2017. I went to the writer's workshop with Hay House to write, well, to hopefully get a book deal. Um, I had, no, I hadn't rebranded at that point, actually. I was still talking about law of attraction and everything. Um, and I definitely separated the brands. So one thing, if you're in a similar situation like me and you've got like, you know, you've had the same evolution as me as having a brand and then you've kind of branched off into a personal business as well as having a brand. 
um, is I definitely had to make it clear they were separate. So I stopped talking about money saving on my lifestyle brand or my Emma Mumford side of stuff because I really wanted to separate them because I knew what was happening or what direction I wanted to go in. So I definitely separated them, kept them separate um, so that people knew that they were very separate like two separate entities and that yes they were connected but my work was very different to the work I did on extreme couponing so and it definitely worked people still loved it you know it's still the brands both complemented each other very well um you know it was just making it clear so I went to the writer's workshop knew I wanted to write a book um, and that's when I knew I had to rebrand so after the writer's workshop I rebranded into spiritual queen which I, I love because I've been able to you know embody that queenness in another way and you know queen has always been my brand it really always has and you know, I'm grateful that I could carry that crown forward as such into this business. So at that point, it was like a clear cut. This is a spiritual brand now. Yes, Extreme Couponing exists, but this is like a spiritual and lifestyle brand now. And then, you know, obviously I thought, right, so I've got my blogging, I've got my YouTube, um, you know, hopefully one day I'm going to write a book, but how am I going to earn money off of this new spiritual business? And, you know, I started getting requests um, from, you know, while the business was kind of up for sale and having inquiries, I started getting comments from people saying, you know, on my YouTube, like, do you coach people? And I was like, oh, I've not, can I be a coach? <laughs> How does one become a coach? So I kind of researched into it. And, you know, one of my lovely followers who um, I actually worked with for quite a while, she's lovely. And she was my first ever client. And she, you know, she was like, look, I know you're qualifying, I know you're looking into it, but I actually really think you can just help me with like business and stuff. And in my um, extreme couponing business, I did a social media marketing diploma, um, simply to just learn social media, understand it and understand how I can market my business. So I kind of already got the business mentoring thing behind me. I just hadn't kind of promoted it or really done it on enough people. Um, but the actual terms of life coaching, of like emotional coaching, relationship coaching, law of attraction coaching, um, that side of things obviously was completely new to me. Um, you know, I'd always helped people. I'd always been the person people had kind of gone to for advice, but obviously doing that in a professional capacity is very different and kind of scary, I guess. So I looked into like qualifying and I, you know, I took on this client and, you know, I said, as long as you're aware, like I am qualifying, um, you know, I'm definitely gonna give you like a massively discounted rate, um, just to kind of get my experience up and help you at the same time. And she obviously was like more than happy with that. Um, and it was really good actually to like, Get, get the feels for that, learn a structure while qualifying um, and getting a regular kind of client base. So very quickly word spread that I was like working with one or two people just privately, um, just, you know, and I was not advertising this at all because obviously I was like in no way felt prepared enough to put this out publicly or, you know, have expectations put on me of, you know, like, cause I was still qualifying and stuff. So, um. Yeah, it took me a year to sell the extreme couponing business. And obviously in that year, a lot had happened with my spiritual business. I had qualified as a life coach. I took on a regular client base with business coaching and with life coaching. Um, and things just grew very, very quickly for me. Um, so I sold my business last October, like literally it's been nearly a year already, it's mental. And 
to be honest, like I generally haven't looked back, you know, my, my family and stuff have said, do you, do you regret selling it? And honestly, the answer is no. When I sold that business, it felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders, not because I dreaded it or hated it, but because it was restricting me from being fully on my spiritual path and what I knew my actual purpose was here. And I could intuitively feel what I needed to do. And I couldn't always commit that time because I had to obviously do extreme couponing work. And equally that business deserved so much more. Like it it deserved the team of people who could dedicate, you know, all their energy to it, you know, and really, really make it thrive as such. So, um, yeah, it was funny because when I first put my business up for sale, um, this was pre-Facebook crash last year, so it was worth a heck of a lot more. But the one thing I learned during that business is do not have a business that is reliant on social media. Um, because it was Facebook strong. That business was 100% Facebook strong. It had over half a million followers on on Facebook. Um, And yes, it had an Instagram, which I didn't really use, a Twitter, which, which was more personal, and a YouTube, which was obviously just me at that point. You know, the website was not strong enough. The website's SEO was not strong enough. Um, so it was a real turnoff for businesses because obviously for them, they kind of see the risk in that of, well, if Facebook was to die tomorrow, you have no business, which is so true. Now let's be real, Facebook's not gonna go anywhere, but as a business, they look at risk management and that actually, you know, that is a very real possibility that could happen. So there's my advice to you from going through this and what I've definitely cultivated in this business is to never ever be reliant on one social media platform or social media in in its entirety. You need to be focusing on website traffic, getting a strong website and creating a name for yourself so that if Instagram closed down tomorrow, you would still be in business. And this is what a lot of people fail to do in business is they will be like, oh, I'm only gonna have Instagram. Oh yeah, I have a little website, but I'm only gonna focus on Instagram. And I'm like, bad decision because Facebook, you know, five years ago, Facebook was the big in thing. Instagram wasn't even thought about. It was just a platform. And this is the way things going. Instagram is gonna have a crash. We've They've already predicted it. Um, and the next big thing is Pinterest. So this is what I mean. Trends change, things change. And as a business owner, you have to flow with these things. You have to flow and you need to be adaptable. And Gary V is a really, really good person to watch on this because he has been doing this for 20 years. So he has literally grown his businesses from, you know, very traditional marketing methods to online, to seeing the Facebook thrive, Facebook crash, Instagram thrive. And now obviously we're, they're all predicting Instagram's not gonna be what it is in a few years time. So it's just you need to be adaptable and flexible and fluid in business because you need to make sure that you have your ass covered this is why you have multiple revenue like multiple streams of revenue and that you are not reliant on one social media platform so the facebook crash happened um during the year it took me to sell it which meant my business value decreased massively i mean massively so I would have had life-changing money if I had of um 
sold it at you know at the beginning of the year when when I kind of put it up but you know and I'm not saying the money I did get for it wasn't life-changing it has been but obviously it would have been a heck of a lot more and I could have like bought a house outright and you know I could have bought quite a lot outright and really kind of set myself up um but you know equally like I trust that money's going to come to me in other ways so you know I still got a good price for it which has enabled me to start building solid foundations in my life financially so yeah it's all good and like it's sold to the right person at the right time for the right price and it worked out incredibly well for me so I thank the universe for that definitely um but these are just the life lessons that I've learned like of you know what what happened was I lost a lot of money because of of its value obviously like I hadn't lost money because I didn't invest money but you know off the value of it all because of it was Facebook reliant so definitely steer away from that so I sold that business stepped into my spiritual business full-time um I mean I've been running it well I've been running the spiritual side of stuff for two years now but I sold it I obviously went full-time with it solely last year Um, and it has been the best thing I've ever done. Honestly, the best thing I've ever done. I love what I do now. I'm so fulfilled. I'm so happy. Um, and rebranding, talking about that side of things was just making it really, really clear. There has to be like a cutthroat rebrand as such. And like, literally I just woke up and was like, today's the day. Everything Coupon Queen's going or, you know, just Emma Mumford lifestyle and it's gonna be spiritual queen so you need to make sure your branding is you know clear concise and your your descriptions your bios on social media are clear and concise what you do so you know rebranding isn't actually that hard it's just really about sharing that message um and definitely one thing that does happen is you're gonna lose followers. Um, that happened to me, I lost about 2000 followers off my Instagram, which was like, oh, oh my God, people hate it. But then I was like, no, you're fine. You've still got like 80,000, you're cool. Like you could afford to lose a couple of thousand, but obviously like you do have that kind of like gut wrench moment of like, oh my God, okay. Are people gonna like this? It's massive. This is massive what I'm doing. Um, but you know, I kind of gradually trickled it in. So you can kind of see what I've done unintentionally all along was gradually trickled these themes into my work and gradually separated them and gradually created that that difference in brands. So, you know, it wasn't just one big, like I've gone from coupon queen to spiritual queen overnight and you never knew about it. So I definitely would suggest a gradual trickle of, new, of the new theme you want to bring into your brand. Um, over time definitely to introduce people to it so people become comfortable with it and know that's the kind of direction you're going in and then yeah you definitely obviously want to rebrand your marketing your website everything to obviously reflect the new branding but what I would say and what I'm saying to a lot of my authors um at the moment so I mentor authors from my book publishers that guy's house um so I'm helping them along their author journey writing their book um developing their book and obviously their social media and one thing I've said to them is like quite a few of them have actually totally rebranded their businesses um to reflect what they want to talk about and their books and stuff and you know they've been saying you know I'm just feeling a bit shit because obviously like my followers aren't really growing, people are unfollowing. And I said, it, it, you know, it's got to be expected. Energetically, people are gonna clear out and that's okay. You know, I had that moment where I shit myself when I lost those 2000 followers, but I also had to realize that 
that's okay because XCOOP still has its purpose. It still saves people money and people can go to that. But equally, you know, this is what I want to do now. And I want people who are aligned to that, who are supporting that and it can help them. So it's really about just looking at the law of attraction and spiritual side of stuff of saying, okay, people may clear out and it may become like almost stagnant for a while. Like you may not go up in followers for a while, like for actually a while, like I definitely didn't. And I'm seeing it with my authors as well. And it's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's not that you're not being consistent. It's not anything like that. It is simply the energy needs to reset. It's a very spiritual thing. The energy needs to realign and reset. And you know, it's like when we change anything in our life, like when we make big life changing decisions, I guarantee you can you can say like afterwards there was like a reset period where the energy integrated, you know, things have to integrate and especially with business, this happens. So people need to readjust, realign to your new branding. Um, and the best thing you can do is just keep being consistent, keep going um, and just keep, it's on brand, don't go back. <laughs> the worst that you do is go back, keep it on brand, keep it on the new branding and just trust in your message, trust in what you're doing, trust in your message. And like so many businesses rebrand, they really, really do. This is not just like a rarity, so many businesses rebrand and obviously I, I even sold a business. So these things happen we evolve as humans, we evolve as spiritual beings and our work equally has to evolve too, to keep, current to keep on topic and to feel passionate for us as well like you've got to be in it your heart your soul's got to be in it and you know my heart and soul wasn't in money saving anymore yes I still love money saving but my life has evolved massively since that point and this was always my purpose so I know that that's what I wanted to do all along so yes it's kind of like a weird journey I guess of how I've got here and how I've rebranded and how you know this whole journey has kind of unraveled but I definitely wouldn't change anything like everything happened how it was meant to and you know the universe will support that if you know you need to rebrand if you know that actually it's a different direction you need to go in like the universe will support that so trust in yourself trust in the universe trust in this divine plan trust in your purpose and yes, it may feel stagnant for a while in terms of followers and like, is this really helping people? Are people seeing it? Like ever since I've rebranded, it feels like it's gone quiet. Trust the energy is resetting. It is realigning and resetting. And I guarantee you because it happened to me and it's happening to my authors, it will take off again. But just like with any big decision or any chapter we close in our life, you know, I closed a big chapter in my life. Five years I closed by selling that business, rebranding into Spiritual Queen. And there was a lot of change and shift and energy shifts that had to happen to accommodate all of that. Like closure, new beginnings, um, stepping fully onto my spiritual path, stepping fully into my purpose and stepping into alignment. Like there was a lot of shit going down. So um, yeah, like it, it it's natural. Don't fear it. It's natural. It's happened to me. It's happened to loads of people I know. And obviously like I'm seeing it with my authors and even business clients I'm coaching as well. So it's definitely normal. It will return. People will return. And the best thing you can do is just really like focus on your marketing, focus on your branding 
Um, being really clear and concise in what you do and how you sh- how you display that to people and being true to yourself, being authentic and true to yourself and mission. That is the best advice I can give you. So I hope this podcast has helped you guys and given you maybe some advice or inspiration on how to become a blog or brand or how to monetize your stuff, how to rebrand or hopefully just run a brand altogether. Like hopefully my experiences and lessons have helped you in some way today. So thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast episode I appreciate all your views and listens don't forget if you want to learn more about me my coaching or anything I do you can find all the information over on my website emmamumford.co.uk with everything I do so don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love love to see you again soon and don't forget you can join my free law of attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality so I hope you have a great week whatever you're up to and I'll see you in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys 